This podcast is eccentric. A show about egg with Tyler and Lauren. This week, we're talking about expressions, part one. And can you really fry an egg on the sidewalk? I feel so professional with this. this yeah, Tyler got a new um, microphone stand holder. Yeah, it's not like exactly a, like, a stand. Like an arm, like an articulating yeah. uh, mic stand. Yeah, it's nice. It does make you look very professional. I uh, now I just need to get a second one for you. Yeah, I'm still holding sure my. Work. I'm still holding my microphone like a chump. Well, see, I got one previously, and it it squeaked. Oh, that's not what you want for like, a podcast. Uncontrollably like squeaked. That? Yeah, like like the puppy, <laughs> like our boy. Um, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are. Uh, I'm gonna date this a little bit. We are recording on Groundhog Day. Yeah, we record. We're recording a few weeks early. We generally do. Uh, and I, I wanted to do sort of a live read. Wow. I, wanna, I don't know what the groundhog has said. Me either. So Paxitani Phil. Groundhog. Did you realize it was Groundhog Day and not Groundhog's Day? Yeah, Groundhog Day. It is the day of the groundhog, yeah. not the day belonging to the groundhog. The day in which the groundhog has authority. Groundhog Day 2020. Punxsutawney Phil predicts early spring. Oh. Now, is it Puxatani or Punxsutawney? Punxsutawney. That's oh. the town that Punxsutawney Phil is based in. I, I always said it Puxatani Phil. Uh, Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, I knew it was in Pennsylvania. For our UK friends, um, every year a, a groundhog comes out of the ground and if on February 2nd. Mm-hmm. And if it sees its shadow, there is winter or there's not winter. Winter is done. Uh, if the groundhog sees his shadow, yeah. there is going to be six more weeks of winter. Yeah. And if it doesn't... Then there will be an early then spring. Then an early spring. But what if... The groundhog has a shadow, but it doesn't see it. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. A groundhog technically always has a shadow. Sure. But like, what if he doesn't look at it? Then that's early spring. Even if it's like a really long shadow, but he doesn't look at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it has okay. nothing to do with the shadow itself. It has everything to do with the groundhog in visual relation to observing the shadow, the shadow. Right. okay it's, it's a it's sort of a quantum shadow <laughs> the act of observing the shadow affects mm, the, cre- makes it real you know, i'm not really sure i understand this it's like if this. a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it right if a punxatani phil has a shadow and doesn't see it what is does there winter, winter do who knows so anyway yeah anyway so that was today um and i just wanted that to share today. that moment with everybody happy early spring uh, uh, in the u.s in the, in the I, united states i also just wanted to say that this is the first episode we've done since the release we've recorded since the release of the podcast yeah thank you all for your your kind words yeah I'm glad people, to hear people have really enjoy liked it. it um we enjoy making it so yeah it's fun it's really nice uh we were we, gonna talk about eggs anyway so we might as well record it <laughs> it's kind of the thing and we've realized <laughs> Sad since, but true since putting it out there have been a lot of like other other media properties that we follow doing egg content. So it's been really nice. We see it everywhere. Uh, There are a few really good. um, Actually, I'll I'll go ahead and recommend them. Yeah. Uh, Bon Appetit, the the magazine has been Mm -hmm. putting up a lot of really good videos on YouTube. They have a great YouTube channel. Um, But they have a few videos now all about eggs. So there's one that we actually watched this morning uh, where uh, Emil, the the editor at large, editor at large, 
does was it 12 different kinds I think of eggs so it was a lot of different kinds and it was eggs from various birds eggs from snails eggs from fish, fish. Which, I mean, we're probably going to cover a lot of the same content in future episodes, but... Yeah, yeah, but it was really cool to see, like, in a visual twist. way, just real quick, hey, here's this kind of egg, here's how it's different, here's, here's how you what it looks it. like, yeah. yeah. Super cool stuff. Really interesting. Um, we have kind of a weird topic to get into, because it's different from our, our usual, I think. It's not, like, a fact, and it's not a news how do you want to go into your into your topic today, Lauren? I think it falls under egg facts, but I will say, Tyler, you're going to be so proud of me. Um, it's actually all about expressions. Uh, hey, I've named I love it. it. I expressions. love it. Expressions. So yeah, eggs in language, eggs, common use of eggs in the English language. Your lexicography? Lexicography. That's Lexic- very good. Hmm. Expressions. So yeah, I like that. actually, you know, we all can think of several, you know, eggs are a really common thing to use in in language or in expressions. Sure. And as I was researching this topic, I actually found so many in just a really quick search. So many that I'm actually going to have to do this in two parts. So this oh, is wow. going to be expressions part one and we'll do an expressions part two. And then um, I would also like to put an open call in for people to send in expressions that they know oh, of that we really haven't fun. mentioned on the show. So really potentially there will be multiple parts in the future That's of great. expressions as well. Yeah. Um, so should I just launch into it? Yeah, I, I think we're ready. I want to hear, okay. hear all about this. So I have, um, because I am the type of person that I am, I have categorized the expressions that I have found thus far. Naturally. Um, So first off, there are a few egg language uses to describe embarrassment. To have egg on your face is to be embarrassed. Okay, Uh uh-huh. Which that may or may not, this might be apocryphal, but it might have come from performances in olden days actors and stage performances wherein when people didn't like the performance they would throw things at the actors no don't, well it don't happened do, don't do you that know, vegetables rotten vegetables usually yeah. and things and eggs and so if you got hit with an egg while you're during your performance you would have egg on your face because it was a bad performance because people threw eggs at you yeah I'm really glad that we've moved just in our society that we've moved on from the point where we would go and see a live production with a bag of old food just, <laughs> just in, case, in case, right? Like I'm glad, like prepare all you want for something to be bad, right? Like we've all gone seen movies ironically because mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. they're not going to be good, but don't go with a bag of moldy food. Yeah, not great. It also could have been related to um dogs breaking into the barnyard or the chicken coop to steal eggs and then you know how dogs will have that really like guilty look on their face when they've done something wrong and they but they would still they would come out and they'd have egg from eating it all over their faces egg on the dog egg on the dog's face from eating and stealing the eggs huh so okay i don't know these are just stories it may have come from something else as well but i thought that was interesting um, and also another way to use eggs when talking about embarrassment is to say that to lay an egg. Somebody laid oh, an egg. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's so funny because i was trying to think of like what phrases would mean embarrassment that have eggs in them and i was coming up empty but now as soon as you say it i'm like oh yeah of course like yeah that's it i'm sure there are more as well sure um but those are the two that i have down here so far um you can also use eggs quite often to describe people so you can say like oh they're a good egg oh okay sure, yeah sure, that sure. person's a good egg i was thinking like physical <laughs> descriptions so I was like, That's um, yeah i don't know about that one mean. i don't know well but you can say someone is an egghead uh, which true. means that they're brainy true or okay. intellectual um you can say that you have scrambled egg for brains which means like you're you're scatterbrained okay yeah um and to be a hard-boiled egg okay. means someone is stubborn oh okay to be now, a hard-boiled egg and i have heard that in terms of like you, know, you pick up those pulp detective novels yeah you know, they're hard-boiled detectives. yeah maybe that's that's from an egg in yeah. reference to an, a hard-boiled egg um uh to be a rotten egg right mm-hmm. so to be a bad person mm-hmm. or to be disliked because you're a you've real done bad something egg bad. yeah a bad egg yeah good egg bad egg um uh, someone can be a hard egg to crack so you might not know what they're mm, thinking. Okay. Or I feel like I've heard that one mostly in nut language, like a, a tough nut to crack. A tough nut to crack, yeah. But I guess that's similar. Yeah, similar, it is similar. Yeah. You could say egg. With that, you say a hard egg to crack. Um, this was a fun one that I found that uh, I hadn't heard before. Um, if you describe somebody as a butter and egg man... It means, <laughs> guess, okay, guess no, what no, that is. Hang on. Yeah, no. Uh, a butter and egg man. A butter and egg man. Would I say just as well, just as easily butter and egg woman or butter and egg person? Sure, I think or, so from my okay, understanding okay. of it. Butter. Is that like, is that like a meat and potatoes kind of guy? Like, <laughs> What's that? Like, uh, you know, real, real simple and like enjoys the, the rugged and rudimentary things in life. No. It's not is it the, same. the opposite. It's kind of the opposite. So from what I could tell, it is an a wealthy, unworldly person who spends freely when in the big city. Such as on butter and eggs. Sure. Sure. Because I guess. I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> because like butter and eggs were a common commodity, like in olden times, everybody would have had a chickens and a cow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It Was there a time in which butter and eggs were pricier? Right. I don't know that I, I would know the answer Or were that. cheaper, so it would be silly to spend money on it when they're so cheap. It doesn't, you know. Hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of. Um. You could also say that somebody can't boil an egg, like can't even boil an egg. Oh, yeah. Like they can't. I guess it's similar to like can't even boil water. Yep. Right. Bad at cooking, but also kind of implies bad at everything. <laughs> yeah. These are not, yeah. Some of these are not good ways. Don't describe people these ways. No. It's, some it's of these not ways. a friendly way to be towards no. people. Um, you can also use eggs to describe other nouns. So you can say a big old goose egg just means zero. Like, oh, okay. Your yep. bank account. Mm-hmm. It's just a big old goose egg or whatever. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, or a nest egg. Uh, yeah. Like uh-huh. saving money. Um, a, an Easter egg, uh, like little happy surprises in games or movies. When yeah. You come across an Easter egg. Um, and also, this is only sort of related, but here, 
I had never heard this before. We lived in the UK, but a hen do oh, or yes. a hen party mm-hmm. as a bachelor, bachelor party. party. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then a bachelor party would be a stag do, which is not related to hens at all. And now I'm, I'm trying to remember now that's for male deer, right? Is yeah. A stag. Male deer is a stag, but also you, I've heard the term going stag, which means like you're going to a dance without a date. Right. Um, I don't know. So not chicken to do with related. Anything. Not chicken related. At no. all. Okay. Um, and then this was a really fun one that I found. I don't. I don't know if you've heard of this or not. Have you heard of someone saying a curate's egg? A curate's egg. A what now? Curate. A curate's egg. I have not heard this. I might be saying that wrong. I wouldn't know if you were. <laughs> okay, then I'm saying it right. Um. So, a curate is like a priest or a church person a church professional mm-hmm. um and apparently the curate's egg comes from a british cartoon about a curate who is given a bad egg but focused on the egg's good characteristics to the when talking to the giver because he didn't want to offend the person who gave it to him oh okay so, so yeah uh-huh. you can okay. use it to describe something that is partly good and partly bad Right. Uh, but so, generally when you're focusing on the good parts of a bad situation, but not always, that's not always a smart choice to do. Right. I, I think most kids probably learn this lesson at Christmas time when like grandma yeah. knits you a really itchy sweater. Yeah. And your parents tell you to be like, all right, well, you still have to say thank you. Or, and you have to be mm. like thankful for it. And you have to say, okay, thanks, grandma. It's sure... It sure is a sweater. <laughs> yeah. You did give me a present. There there, were, there was time put into this. Um, an example of use that I found is when somebody comes back from vacation. And you're like, oh, how was your vacation? And they say, well, it was a bit of a curate's egg. It was, you know, it was a, a nice dinners, but it rained the whole time or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. You can also use eggs to describe behaviors or situations. So Such as... <laughs> this is fun to try and watch your face. You get confused, yeah. but then you recognize these immediately. I, yeah, like I know that your categorization is going to make sense to me after the fact. Yeah. But you just say the category and I cannot <laughs> think of a single phrase. Uh, so like to put all your eggs in one basket. Oh, okay. Of yeah, course, so of to not rely on one solution because if you drop the basket, all your eggs are broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so when you're walking on eggshells around someone, yeah, means okay. you you have to be really careful not to offend them. Generally, um, that's my relationship with our recording software currently. <laughs> yeah, oh, there there it goes. It's back to normal. We're back to normal. Cool. Okay. Um, to egg someone on. Uh-huh, so to keep course. pestering someone or pressuring them or encouraging them to do something kind of an annoying way. Um, or to say to someone, oh, go fry an egg. You know, it's just like, leave me alone. Like, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or when you get lost, you know, go right. fry an egg. Huh. Um, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because I, like I think I've heard that, but I don't think I've ever actually heard anyone say it. I've heard variations on it. Like, yeah. um, go jump in a lake. Yeah, go take, oh, go take a walk, you know, these these things. Take a long walk off a short pier. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, So here in the UK, apparently they say to over-egg the pudding. Don't over-egg the pudding. 
which is like to do something wrong or make something worse by doing too much of something or trying too hard. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. By putting too much egg yeah. in the pudding. You over egg the pudding and it makes a really like hard it's and pudding. kind of gelatiny pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and then a couple of unusual slash fun ones that I found is to want egg in your beer. Um, oh, mm. Guess on that one. Guess what that one means. This is a fun game. Is that, hmm. <laughs> I don't want egg in my beer. Okay. Typically. When would I want egg in my beer? Is that like preempting a, a hangover? <laughs> Gross. I, I have no way. I do not. Um, can't I can't parse this one. So basically it means to feel you're entitled to special treatment. So it's often said in the... <laughs> it's what often kind said of special <laughs> treatment is putting egg in a... Okay, you know what? Right, well, that's the point. So basically it's said in the context of like, well, what do you want? Egg in your beer? Like, what do you want me to do about it, basically? But, like, unnecessary or unmerited help in addition. Okay. Yeah. So, an example of that usage that I found was, like, uh, your parents paid your whole way through college, and now you want them to pay your rent? Do you want egg in your beer? Like. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So, you've already gotten help. Yeah. Or, like, you're entitled to something that's completely unnecessary right. at so this pointing, point it's pointing out the ridiculousness of what you're yes asking for. exactly okay. yeah basically so because i think it's ridiculous to put egg in your beer so like yeah it's and it's extra way extra um another one that i found that uh, i hadn't heard was take eggs for money so to let oneself be cheated in some way because eggs were so cheap they used to be so cheap. Everybody had chickens, you know, they were a really easy thing to get. Yeah. And so okay. they weren't worth much money. So don't take eggs for money. Okay. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And then also a really common one um, is you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. That is a very common one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this is the miscellaneous category. These did not fit neatly okay. into any of the I won't categories. feel bad for not getting these. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure as eggs. It, okay, how many words is that? <laughs> as sure as eggs. As when something sure is as. sure as eggs. Okay. Or you could also say it sure as eggs is eggs. So it means like something's a given or a definite. Okay, again, break. How many words is that? <laughs> as sure as eggs is eggs. That's what I found. Because <laughs> because when you say that's it, that's what I'm I sure found. This is the way that it says. But it sounds like sure as eggs is eggs. Sure like, as eggs that's is a eggs. A lot of. There are some syllables yep. happening in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, as sure I as also, eggs is eggs. I don't know that so, I pronounce things so super clearly, so well, that might I mean, be part of it. But I'm, I'm, I think sure you're pronouncing as it as clearly eggs. as it's said in real life. I'm yeah. just, I'm trying to make sure that it I fully understand. Funny. Uh, so it's like saying, um, like if somebody asks you a, a, a question, you're like, is water wet? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sure as eggs. Huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure as eggs is eggs. I like that. Uh, and then another one is, uh, what's that got to do with the price of eggs? Which is like a I rhetorical like, question. Okay. Calling attention to an irrelevant statement. Again, it's sort of like, do you want egg in your beer? But yeah, like less targeted than that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. More general application. Like, what's that got to do with the price of eggs? Yeah. So if you were talking about like stock prices and somebody was like, yeah, but this election, you're like, but what's that got to do with the price of eggs? 
We were talking about that. You know, I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. Boring example, but. No, 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 no. I, I, get, I get it. And I then. I'm trying to figure out when I would use that in my life. I kind of like it. I can't. I don't know that I could drop it into a sentence. Yeah, naturally. I kind of want to start trying, though. Okay. It's kind of fun. Um, And then here's just a bonus. It's not a phrase or a saying, but this came up as. Is it an expression? It is. I think it's an expression. Okay. I think it still falls under that category. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, one source that I found in pirate language. Arr. Eggs. You can call cackle fruit. Cackle fruit. Oh. Which is a fun one. That is a fun one. Is that now, is that because of like the the parts of the the chicken? Like the, is it the cockle on the, what? On the well, rooster? Well, chickens cackle. Like you can say a cackle. Is that a sound that? Like little noises that they make. They cackle? <laughs> cackle. Like a hyena. But you can call it cackling. Cackling hens. You've never heard I've that? I've never heard this. Really? I don't know that I would ever describe the sound that hens make as cackling. It's really common. That's yeah, it's very like strange. Cackling to me. hens. Okay. okay. So so then cackle fruit, cackle fruit. is the f- the fruit air quotes <laughs> made by hens. So that looks cackle. like a weird berry. I don't know. It does kind of look like a weird berry. Mm. Huh. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So uh, so that's what I had today. I didn't want to try and group too many, um, and then we can do expressions part two. Yeah, I know you've got you've got some more lined up. I do. Um, and the ones I have next week are, or next time, whenever we do part two, mm-hmm. are like more full sentence expressions. Okay. These were kind of shorter little, little phrases. Conversational sprinklings. Yeah. 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 A little bit of, a little bit of zest for your convo. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And like and I said, if anybody has any more, I would love to hear them. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, we're at Podcast About Egg on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would just say, you know, reach out to us there if you have other egg sayings that we might have missed. And um, egg expressions, especially if there are any that, um, because of course we only speak English. So if there are any that are common in other languages, I'm really interested in that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure there are some that like, you always hear about sayings in, I don't know, German or something. Right, that no just real don't exact, translate. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it would be funny to hear the ones that are about egg. Yeah, I think it'd be really great. Yeah. Cool. We'll let's take a quick break, and then we'll move into our recipe segment. Yeah. Okay, we are back from our break. Hello. Hello. Um, I was inspired by your egg expression oh. segment, and I segment. wanted to do. I know it's. I know it's February. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have been thinking about this. Maybe phrase. not when they're listening to this, though. No, this will come out in February. Still, oh, okay. late later, but still. Um, and uh, I've been thinking about this phrase a lot, and I. I know it's not seasonal, but I couldn't get out of my head. So I wanted to spend this time talking about it so that mm-hmm. it can be like aspirational for when this becomes appropriate. <laughs> Frying an egg on a sidewalk. Yeah. I a good love one. hot enough outside to fry an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, that's such it's a, a common phrase. People do say it. You could fry an egg out there. Yeah. And it's yeah. such like a, a, 
you got such an image from that yeah. that saying, right? Like you know, you can see it, you can hear it, you can smell it mm-hmm. as soon as you picture like frying an egg on the sidewalk. Yeah. So I wanted to see how actually possible is it to fry an egg on the sidewalk or fry an egg on the pavement if you're here in the UK. Sure, sure. So I did a lot of research, and according to the Library of Congress, this is possible, mm. but not probable, which yes. is enough for me. Okay. Uh, eggs need to get to 158 degrees Fahrenheit minimum to okay. fry. So that's about 70 Celsius. Okay. Uh, on a hot day. You know, that's less than I would have guessed, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty low. It's pretty low, all things considered. Mm-hmm. But on a hot day, uh, say around like 100 to 120 degrees Fahrenheit, like I grew mm-hmm. up in California, so that's mm-hmm. most summers. Um, a concrete sidewalk can get up to about 145 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Uh, just because it's retaining that heat. So as it gets hot, it's going to keep bringing in heat and keep bringing in heat. Did you say 145 Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. A okay. concrete sidewalk. That's like... So that is hot enough. That's pretty... Well, it's it's like almost there. Yeah. Right? Okay. But it's pretty hot. Okay. So that's just when the weather is like normal hot right mm-hmm. uh and I, I'm, I'm thinking a lot back to like my childhood in california that yeah. that's like normal for i grew up august i grew up in portland oregon um which is much cooler in general and we'd get a couple of 100 degree days every yeah. summer but not definitely not a streak of them and not usually it was around 85 to 90 right right so really the 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 um you know, the, the veracity of this, the possibility of this is going yeah. to change depending on where you live. But um, somewhere like Death Valley, California, you definitely easily. Absolutely. Easily get hot enough. Well, and so I looked up, like, what's the, where does it get the hottest? Yeah. And I found actually the hottest day on record. Oh, ever. Ever. Uh, was uh, 10th of July, 1914, when it reached 134.1 degrees Gross. Fahrenheit. Uh, in Gross. appropriately named furnace creek california oh boy yeah uh, i'm so, not surprised that it's in california so if you live in or around furnace creek california this uh will probably work for you i did a little bit of you said 131 134 134 is 56.6 degrees celsius right so again like we're getting really close just in the air yeah to the ability to fry an egg but we're not yeah. quite there so what we but need you could to definitely do... fry an egg on the sidewalk exactly so if it was 134 right because the sidewalk like i said is going to take in that heat and retain it yeah so it's just going to build and build and build and build right um and asphalt does this as well and asphalt yeah. gets even a little bit hotter because uh well because of the different materials used mm-hmm. but also if i'm not mistaken because it's black it's going to bring in a lot of that uv yeah. light as well so yeah. we're, we're not reflecting as much heat true yeah it's absorbing more of it uh so i did uh a little bit of not troubleshooting, but a little bit of um, sort of imaginary experimentation with yeah. this, a little bit of researching into ways to fry an egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll do a full, like, perfect fried egg episode, I think, later on. Um, but to get a fried egg on the sidewalk, here's a list of what you'll need. Mm-hmm. Number one, sunny day. <laughs> Obviously, you want, to, you want it to be sunny and hot. Yeah. Um, you're going to need a flat sidewalk or pavement. Mm-hmm. You're going to want a cast iron pan. Oh. Uh, and cast iron specifically because it can retain that heat better than the sidewalk even. So you can put it on the sidewalk. 
So you're still technically frying the egg on the sidewalk. It's just not... I always pictured it like cracking the egg onto the sidewalk. And you can still do that, but Uh I I want this egg to be edible. I see. Okay. (laughs) That's the other thing I'm thinking about. Um, You want a large magnifying glass if you can. Oh. So that you can help focus that heat, focus the sunlight. Uh, A thermometer, you know, one of those like... If you have them, those laser thermometers are oh, really that's cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of water, uh, both for yourself and actually for the egg. <laughs> for yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't get dehydrated. No, don't get dehydrated. Do the other thing I said was like shade. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're staying safe. Like this is going to take a lot longer than usual yeah. to fry this egg. So make sure that you are not putting yourself in danger of heat stroke or something. <laughs> um, and then you want butter and you want eggs. Uh, you want to keep the butter and eggs indoors until the pan is ready. You want to yes. make sure that those are at room temperature. Uh, on a clear, hot day, I wrote this out in like recipe format, and I'm really wow, proud of myself. Wow, this is amazing. Uh, on a clear, hot day, you want to place the pan on the sidewalk. Preferably, you want to be doing this before noon, uh, because at yes. noon, the sun's going to be at its highest, but e- leading up to then, the concrete will already be taking in that heat and building yeah, up heat. Right. So you want to get your pan sort of... Uh, like it, it's like warming the oven, right? right? You want to get that pan to start to heat up. Uh, you can use a magnifying glass to make sure that sunlight is focused on the pan. Mm-hmm. Um, using a magnifying glass, I, I did a bit of research into this, but I couldn't, couldn't find anything like super conclusive. It will help you focus the heat. And in theory, you can technically use a magnifying glass to get something to the heat of the sun, provided <laughs> there's like no what? interference. I think I did a bunch of research and it was a bunch of like, physicists and uh-huh. like i think people theoretically doing like theoretical stuff yeah really what you're trying to do here is just make sure that we get as much of the sun's rays directed onto the pan as possible right and again like just putting it on the concrete will heat up the pan but heating it from the sun and using the magnifying glass will sort of heat the pan from two directions which will make it hotter faster um you don't don't try and hold the magnifying glass for too long because your arm will get tired um that sort of thing uh if you have like a tripod for the magnifying glass uh-huh. go for it uh the next part takes a while and it it changes time depending on your altitude and your weather conditions uh-huh um, and that's just waiting for the pan to heat up typically Cooking at a higher altitude means longer cooking times. Yeah. Uh, whereas cooking at a lower altitude means uh, shorter cooking times. Sure. Cast iron is really good because it it holds the heat very well, kind of regardless of that altitude. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, it's actually going to take a while to get hot. So start a little bit before noon um, by like, I would say an hour just to be safe. Yeah. Um, make sure it's not in a spot where like, bugs and stuff are gonna get into it but noon actually isn't the hottest part of the day is it it's not it's not i think it's a little bit afternoon technically but i thought it was like closer to 5 or 6 p.m in the summertime generally it can be but why is that is it because because it's heating this there's been sun on the ground for such a long time that it has been heating it right so it's it's just the amount of time that things have been right so do you want to be Head up. Do you want to be frying it at noon or do you want to be frying it at like 5 p.m.? That's a really good question. And I, again, like this is kind of an aspirational one for me. I don't know. I don't uh, know the answer to this. Okay. Um, I would guess that if you start before noon, and this is kind of the other reason that I'm saying this, mm-hmm. you can try it at around noon. And then if it doesn't work, 
all you have to do is wait longer. Sure. You're not really losing anything by by trying it sooner than ideal. Right. right? Okay. Um, so. Except wasting an egg. Right. Right. But what does that have to do with the price of eggs? <laughs> nice. Uh, so I, uh, I, I also wanted to bring up these things called parabolic cookers, mm-hmm. which are just fancy versions of this. They're literally like big radar dishes of oh. mirrors. To, uh, to cook with the sunlight? Yeah, oh. yeah. So they all sort of reflect the sunlight and focus it uh, onto a central pan. And you oh, can get cool. them in a bunch of different configurations. Like it's a common like science fair project for sixth, seventh grade, I sure. think, uh, to cook a hot dog with yeah. the sun using one of these. Um, but you can get them for like skillets and whole like pizza oven arrangements cool. and all sorts of things sounds like a good idea for camping and that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. so you can get those um from like you said like camping stores yeah. or them online um those can actually get your pan up to around 300 celsius wow yeah is what i read i don't know how accurate that is it was just like some marketing materials yeah um but that's if you get the real fancy ones sure um yeah it's pretty i mean you're basically working with a broiler at that point yeah so while you've got your pan on the concrete you want to use a thermometer if you can to keep an eye on the temperature and you're going to look for that like 150 to 160 fahrenheit range so around 70 degrees celsius Mm -hmm. Uh, is that right 70 i had the math here somewhere yep 70 degrees celsius um when you get towards that point the way that you can check is you can put a little bit of butter on it uh, or a little bit of water, depending on, you know, what you what you want to use. And you listen to the sound that it makes. Mm-hmm. And if it sizzles right away, you hear that sort of sss, then it's hot enough. Uh, if it, you know, melts and evaporates right away is really kind of what you're looking yeah. for as well visually. Um, once it's that hot, you can place a little bit more butter on the pan. I like frying my eggs with butter. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, a little pat of butter. And then crack in one or two eggs. Again, you're going to want to use your ears here. You want to listen to that sizzle. Mm-hmm. If it starts sizzling right away, awesome. If it doesn't, you're probably not at the right temperature yet. Yeah. That's typically okay if it's still like you see the uh, the the white of the egg start to turn opaque. Yeah. Um, you start to see the albumin kind of become solid. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. So at this point... This is where different recipes will vary a little bit. The way that is going to make you a really good fried egg in this situation is to actually cover the pan Hmm. and put a few drops of water in before you do that. So just a little like, like get your hand wet and then kind of do that. I don't know how to convey this in (laughs) audio, but kind of like flick the, flick the water at it. Thank you. Uh, And get little drops of water in there. So it creates a little bit of steam, Mm -hmm. just a smidge and then cover it and cook it for about, Again, depending on the temperature, probably around three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And what that does is, is it keeps the, the heat that you have in the pan. And if you add a little bit of steam, that's going to help keep the uh, the white of the egg cooking evenly. Yeah. So it really just kind of distributes the heat that you have. Um, you can keep using the magnifying glass at this point if you want. It's not going to be really necessary or super helpful once we get up to that like 150 degree mark. Um, but... At the end of it, three and a half minutes-ish, uh, you can take the cover off. Mm. You want to poke the egg 
uh, in in the whites just to see if the whites are still runny or if they've solidified all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they are, again, we're not going to be making the perfect fried egg here. So you're yeah. not going to get that like runny yolk in all cases. Right. If the whites are still runny, just flip the egg over and then cook the other side. Um, you'll get a bit stiffer of a yolk there because you're technically cooking the yolk on both sides. Yeah. But still you're frying an egg on the sidewalk. And I think that that's kind of its own reward. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, once you flipped it, cook it for like a minute typically and you'll be fine. Cool. And there, now you've cooked an egg on the sidewalk. Wow. Tyler. Yeah. Have you ever cooked or tried to cook an egg on the sidewalk? See, I, I've been trying to, I've been trying to remember. I know that I've tried. Yeah. I've tried as well. I don't know that I've successfully done it. Mine I definitely feel like I would did remember not fry. If I did. Yeah, no. Well, and like I said, it's not going to get anywhere near hot enough in Portland, Oregon. No. Uh, probably unless you have one of those parabolic cookers. Yeah, and that's something I, I think, you know, that's something that I, I would like to invest in down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, that be would pretty be cool. really fun. Uh, but I think part of it, too, that has made frying an egg on the sidewalk less successful, like in our childhoods, has been just the lack of preparation. So that's, mm. that's kind of what I'm hoping we'll will help out with mm-hmm. here um figure out you know okay what pan do you want to be using do you want to use butter do you have something to cover the pan with mm-hmm. where's the best spot to leave the pan to make sure that it gets the most sunlight that sort of thing yeah so if you have if you, if you live in a place where you get like three or four days of heat in a row yeah uh, that gives you kind of a bit of uh leeway to prepare and figure out okay what do I got to do to make this work? Yeah. I really want somebody to try this now. Yeah. Right in. Yeah. Let us know if you do. Again, I know that Either this will be releasing live. in February. So like yeah, not but for a bit, but if there's anybody in the Southern hemisphere or That's where it's true. summer right now or just in the summer, because even when it's summer, we're in England and there is definitely no way that we're going to be able to get those kind of temperatures. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know that this is in our immediate future. Yeah, I don't think so. But, I mean, like you said, maybe we have some Australian listeners who uh, want to try this out. Yeah, if or, in do, the summer, or in the summer, if somebody lives in Furnace, in the, in the northern Furnace Creek, yeah, in the where we are, or in the northern hemisphere, um, if somebody lives in Furnace Creek, California... Yeah, hey, shout out to our Furnace they Creek wanna. listeners. Uh, uh, hit us up. Let us know how it goes. Or somewhere else that gets hot enough. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to more of the show, if you want to uh, rate the show, please go find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we are finally there. Hooray. We're there now. You can go to our website, sandwich.computer slash egg. Which is a real website. It's a real website that I own. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at podcast about egg. All one word. Yep. All right. Lauren, is there anything else you want to... Is there an expression you want to leave us on? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Jeez, Tyler. I feel under a lot of pressure right now. Just go fry an egg. <laughs>